Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. We have come here to find peace. Everyone is looking for peace, whether they know it or not, they're looking for peace. Because there is no peace in the ego. There is no peace in the consciousness identified with the body. In that consciousness, which is only a thin sliver of our total consciousness, there is anxiety. <clears throat> and that ego mind is subject to many kinds of negative emotions, sadness, despair, anger, greed, nostalgia, weakness. I could go on with a long list and then you'd all be in despair. <laughs> so I'll keep it short. But there's no peace in the ego mind. Because the ego mind itself is in confusion as to who one is. The ego mind is that part of the consciousness that is identified with both the bodily form that you see in the mirror and the way that you were looked at by others in childhood, whether you were seen as someone beautiful or someone ugly, as someone intelligent or someone stupid, as someone good or someone bad, etc., etc. And you took in those projections that probably were completely untrue but you took them in as if they were truth and then you built an ego with a narrative and a whole set of fantasies and beliefs based on that which became like a heavy weight in your heart and your soul. And there's no way to find peace in the external world if you're carrying such a weight inside. One must go inside and remove the negative ideas that continue to create complexes of negative feeling states and then behaviors, defense mechanisms to compensate those, to try to make you feel good again often by taking chemicals of one kind or another that create worse problems, etc., etc. And so the whole negative wheel of life begins to spin based on these false ideas of who you are. And so the spiritual quest is to go deeper within to discover who you really are to say, okay, those ideas were conditionings based on other people's projections, 
And often to get out of their negative feelings, they put them into you. But who am I underneath that? Is there someone in here that I don't yet know? Is there some level of consciousness that I haven't yet reached that is free of anxiety and fear and anger and negativity, etc., etc.? Is there some place within you that has not been touched or contaminated by those ideas of others? And if there is, can I live from that place, not from the place that was infected by negative attitudes and feelings toward one. And this is what meditation is about. And the difference between meditation and religion is in religion you just buy another set of ideas. That God tells you this or that, this is who you are, and usually it's a sinner or it's somebody who has other reasons for having those negative feelings, etc., etc. And then you've got a second level of belief system built on top of the first one. So now your problem is compounded. But in the yogic quest, we let go of all the beliefs, the beliefs about God and the soul, as well as the beliefs about the ego, to make a scientific quest of discovery. Who am I really? When there are no concepts present, when there is no thought clouding my presence to myself. No buffer, no barrier, but the naked self. What is the very root, the very seed within me of the thought that there is a me, there is an I? So before that I thought gets thought, what is there? What is present as the original self? And what yogis have discovered is that original self, prior to thought, is not touched by the thoughts of others. It is not touched by the conditionings of others' attitudes. It remains pristine, pure. This is what the Buddhists call the diamond in the lotus. If you can reach it, you will shine. You will radiate that divine light and love and power and not be affected by the negative clouds that may have come into your space as a result of dysfunctional family systems, etc., etc. So, how do we reach the diamond in the heart of the lotus? You can do it through... Ramana's approach, which is simply to ask, but ask wordlessly, not using thoughts, who am I? What is the I? What is the source of the I? And keep going within until you've cleared out the thoughts and there is pure presence. And then hold the presence, examine it, palpate it, observe it, feel the quality of pure presence without creating a discourse about it, <clears throat> without creating and, and trying to capture it in some net of words, but abiding in the silence of presence. 
And if you do that for long enough, this presence that is pure, unalloyed by any conditioned thinking, will accumulate an energy field, it will spread, it will grow. If you cultivate the silence, moment by moment, without falling back into ego thoughts, it will gradually wash away the conditioned thoughts. It will extinguish them. And it will leave your entire space of consciousness clear, peaceful, calm, filled with joy, filled with that original state of freedom. Without any kind of conditionings or script that you may have been living by, but now completely open in life to the spontaneity of your own heart. Not controlled by any thoughts that were planted there in the ego by your parents or schools or society, but free to discover and to live out the truth of your being. And that's when life becomes very interesting. And that's when creative capacities emerge from you that you didn't know you had. And powers of understanding, of wisdom, that you didn't think you had access to. And energy flows that have the power of healing, that flow through you, that can be channeled, that you may not have known you had, that transcend the normal mode of materialistic understanding of what we can do and what can happen in the world. In other words, we open to the realm of the miraculous because we have transcended the belief system that says, no, the laws say that you can only do this and not that. And even the laws of physics have come to understand that there is a margin of freedom in which even a subatomic particle is not under the law. It cannot be predicted. It cannot be determined. There's an uncertainty that is built into the nature of the universe, which means a spontaneity, an unpredictability that in human beings comes from our real heart and enables us to act in ways that overcome all the limitations that we have been indoctrinated into thinking we are subject to. But to reach this realm of the miraculous, we have to be willing to renounce the belief that we're bodily beings, that we have a certain identity based on the physical plane, what was on our driver's license and what we are told we're supposed to believe and who we are and all of that, name and form. And recognize and realize the formless presence of the real self. If you're willing to do that, if you're willing to sit in the silence of being no one, the zero point, you will discover that this is the point of emergence of infinite potentiality, infinite beauty, infinite love, infinite wisdom, infinite spiritual power. 
and it is the place of peace. But it's important to come to this place of silence and presence without desire, without trying to force something, and without fear, without fear of losing your familiar landmarks and conditioned reflexes, but without desire to grab, to control, to possess, to appropriate this power of peace and of light and love to serve the ego. It is a state of surrender, not of controlling. We have to give up all desire to control and possess, to learn again how to simply be. And if we are willing to sit as simple, pure being, presence, without intention, in emptiness, then we will be filled by that infinite presence within us. But each of us has to experiment and discover this for ourselves. If your will is strong enough and wholehearted enough to discover who you are and let go of who you are not, but who you've been dragging around with you with all of its pains and suffering, and leave it behind, it cannot follow you. It has no means to hold on to you. You are the one holding on to it. When you let go, it's gone. You're healed. But you have to let go. So tonight, let's let go of all the baggage of the ego, all the beliefs of who we are that are not true, and discover what is true, and abide as the truth of our being. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.